Hey, what's up, bro? Yo, what's happening? Sound good. Just checking with you, man. Sorry for the delay. Uh, Had a few things to get together, but once again, this is JC the Icon. I got my man Slim on the handle. So uh, say what's up. Yo, what's up, Sam? Be back, man. Hope everybody's in good shape and good spirits. Already, already. We're going to hit y'all with this little, little intro, y'all. I know y'all been waiting. Sorry for the delay. But once again, we're right back at y'all with uh, Quiet Pizza, where we, you know, we dive into all topics. Uh, so y'all give us a second and we'll... Y'all, right now we are... By now, you all hopefully have seen uh, Central Park 5. And, uh, you know, we're going to recap that, you know, and uh, just see what you guys think of the... Uh, you know, little Netflix series, but of course, this you know this is an old case or whatever. So these these guys have been out there, but since this has brought it back to the you know forefront, we just want to see what you guys' thoughts are. But right now, we're gonna roll into the little, little intro. So give me a second, man. Just give me a few minutes to play this little, little intro for them, right quick. Bring them back an oldie but a goodie. Right about now, we're full effect. Judge Clay resigning. In the case of NWA versus the police department, the prosecuting attorney saw. So I thought I'd bring it back. I think that's very appropriate for the topic that we're going to bring up. So without further ado, I just kind of dive into it a little bit. So anyway, as you guys all know, uh, we are talking about the Central Park Five uh, that was, you know, accused of being involved in the uh, Central Park Jogger case uh, back in 1989, where basically there was a young white female uh, by the name of Trisha Maley and uh, she was 28 years old and anyway she was jogging at night alone and she was attacked and raped by an assailant but because the guys that are deemed at Central Park 5 they happen to also be in Central Park even though they were in a totally different location uh, 
basically impossible for them to be involved is how far they were were away from the alleged rape. But anyway, um, they were picked up and the accused uh, were in this order. It was Antron McRae, Kevin Richardson, Youssef Salam, Raymond Santana, and Corey Wise. And uh, at the time, there were two prosecutors. Uh, one was Elizabeth, uh, I believe her last name is Letterer, and was uh, one was the the main prosecutor was Linda Fairstein. That was the the one that everybody's uh, seeing now that you know actually lost her. They had to step down from the college board and her nonprofit charity because of all the backlash that she's receiving. So anyway, we're gonna dive into it. There was a it was a four part series. Uh, docuseries demon pretty much what happened to these young guys so i will let my boy start off because he's the one you know he was he had saw it before me so i just start off with you man see what you know some of your thoughts was we'll kind of go back and forth so i'll let you go first all right well the the docuseries kind of it kind of touched on so many levels and in so many ways you could kind of take this but um the, the one thing that kind of stands out to me is that, you know, there are people that still feel that these guys are guilty without a lick of DNA evidence. Um, you got a full confession uh, from the actual perpetrator. I mean, the way they, the, the police pretty much handled this case and investigation, it makes you think, you know, not even think you know that there are just the injustices that goes on in America and there are so many more people behind the scenes that are uh, being accused of things that rightfully they have not done so um, that's kind of where I wanted to take it and kind of touch on I'll let you jump in but uh, you know I, I, I'm going to kind of follow your lead and jump in where Phil, I, I feel I need to touch on some things well, we can just kind of dive into <clears throat> basically, uh, okay, so we'll just go back to the beginning. So, okay, okay ladies jogging, she is assaulted, she's uh, she's raped, and uh, these young men just happen to be in the same uh, park at the time, but nowhere in the vicinity. So they were scooped up and rounded up. And uh, basically where it all begins is uh, it just basic, like as if you guys have seen the, uh, you know, the little miniseries uh, detailing the events by now, it just basically goes to where these young men are scooped up and uh, interrogated and, you know, some without their parents and, well, most of them really without their parents. So that's where, you know, a lot of the illegal activity took place. I mean, some of these young men were, of course, interrogated without their parents. Uh, they were led as to far as to what to say. Like some of these young men before this incident didn't even know each other. Only a couple of them actually even knew each other. Right. It was just a bunch of young random. They were in different groups. So some of these guys didn't even know each other, but they were encouraged by the police to lie and say and place other teenagers at the scene. And they would tell them who to say, whose name and who did what. And, you know, and, uh, you know, and just, I mean, just as that lead, and that's like everybody's watched it. I mean, it brings up a string of, of anger and whatnot. So, I mean, it just like, man, they were just, like I said, they were just, for them to be teenagers, you know, like, like I said, they definitely should not have been questioned without their parents. 
because you know the worst thing could happen happened you know the police were getting them to admit to doing things that they didn't do and uh, you know say they saw people do things guys they didn't even know hadn't even seen before that night so everything went haywire after that but in seeing that basically they pull in every single one of the young men the last one to be pulled in was Corey Wise and his story is kind of one of the worst one of Right. Worst stories of all because they didn't even have his name. So as as they were questioning the other four, they didn't even have Corey Wise's name. So as they were going, to, I was actually questioning the other three. Shall I say they were going to pick up uh, Yusuf Salam, who is a friend of Corey Wise's. So as they go to pick up Yusuf, uh, Corey just happened to be with him and offered to go with him just because he didn't want his friend to go to the police department by himself and he felt like he would be you know like just pretty much letting his friend down and his mom would be mad I mean, it was like one of those if you ever had a real down ass friend it was just one of them things where he's like okay my boy going down there I'm gonna go for support right but because they didn't they were trying to push this Central Park 5 narrative they only had four so that kind of lumped Corey into the whole thing as well so he had nothing to do with nothing and if you even seen the little series, Corey was, to me, I would say, you know, he was the oldest out of the group as well, but he actually had a girlfriend. He was actually chilling to himself. Wasn't even hanging out at the park. He was the last one. They come by and got him like, hey, man, let's go to the park. Come yeah. hang with your boys. And we've all been ten- teenagers before. So it, there, there's a group of people back then that'd be like, well, why are these youngsters hanging out and you know, why are they there? But if you knew just that drive to be around your friend, not to necessarily do anything wrong, but just to hang out and be with other like-minded teenagers and hang out, you know, just hang out. I mean, you just wanted to, if you were in the ranges, I would say 14 to 17, you you know what I'm talking about. You kind of like, hey, you know, let's go hang out. Let's, you know, do guy stuff, you know, but they basically go to the park. It gets a little crazy. And, you know, yeah, you have some people messing with some bike, you know, some people bicycling through the park and, you know, doing things. I'm not I'm not making no excuses. I'm not saying they should have even been doing what they were doing at that point. But they were, you know, messing with, you know, people going through the park. And I think one guy had even gotten beat down and, you know, but that but these group of guys weren't involved in that, though. But so anyway, police come and later on, get their, you know, wrangling these teenagers up. But as we see what happens in the community with people of color is when you need a suspect, anyone will do. Whether they were there or not. See, that's the thing that we need to talk about. Anyone will do. Right. If like them. Oh, they all look alike. Just get him. It, it'll do. You know, he's young. He fits the narrative. And then they were able to take advantage of some of these parents, you know, uh, not knowing the law and you know they were able to bully some of them and that's why some of these kids got these fake confessions and told on other teenagers that really didn't have anything it was just it was just a hot mess man but uh, so anyway I throw it back to you let you get in there and then we'll come back so at the beginning of so what was your take on some of that you know like the way uh, the interrogations went down uh, well of course I 100% that everything was an injustice um, you know and, and that was the part of not knowing the law um, I would like to stress that to any kid you know man I know they say police supposed to be your friend but rule number one don't say anything rule number two call your parent and then follow rule number one for rule number three 
do not say anything. And the thing is, you know, I just felt like they, they trapped these boys. They were playing these mind games. They were questioned for like 48 hours, almost 48 hours, two days straight of just confession, you know, trying to link them together. Yeah, without food and without water, a little intimidation, the whole nine. Yeah, you know, roughing them up and all type of things to try to get this confession out of them to make the scenario work. And and to me, you know, and, and then they played on the parents too and they used the, the number one line, you know, you tell me what happened, you could go home. And, and of course, you know, a kid thinking, you know, I, I want to go home, you know. Right. And, and they're going to say whatever they need to say because they figure like I can get this over with and not knowing the ramifications of not knowing the law. So, um, you know, that was that was like one of the big things that I took away from that that first part, how it was a, the setup and how the system paints a narrative. Uh, and like you said, you know, and, and, and from the title of the movie, When They See Us, you know, us. And, and that's a that's black people, you know, black men especially, you know, when they see us, they see criminals. And so she had to the the Linda Fairstein, she had to use her imagination to be honest. She didn't follow the story. She didn't follow where the the leads and the clues were taking her. She pulled something that pulled up, uh, made her story up in her mind and wanted the evidence to match what she had going on in her mind and so um, that was like the, the beginning of the travesty so but I'll throw it back to you yeah and then from there man so you go on to these guys being intimidated to to lie on one another and to say that they saw the other one partake in this rape and that they actually you know uh, participated and these guys ranged from the ages of 14 to 16 years old so like I said you remember when you were 14 and 16 years old man can you imagine being in an interrogation room with these adults with, with police officers and uh, them able to actually you know be a foot away from your face yelling at you intimidating you and then some of these guys like Corey Watt in this case you know they slapped him around you know they put hands on him and did certain things and and and, and let me jump to it to another thing so when people say well they still confess well even in CIA, even in military tactics, they have deemed torture to not be, you know, accurate. They have proved that they don't really, you know, they, they've even skewed away from those, you know, types of tactics because they even said that they deem that if they torture you and if they put you up in enough pressure, you will admit to anything just to make it stop. True. This is grown-ups. True. This is adults. <laughs> so they have deemed that th those aren't credible because you you would do anything to make it stop. So imagine being 14 or 16 years old and having this type of pressure. And like you said, again, they just telling you, hey, just let us know what you want to hear. You can go home. So anyway, you know, you got a couple confessions. Some of the guy, Yusuf, I believe, was the only one that didn't have a confession tape I believe he you know his mother was actually able to get him out of the interrogation and away from all that and in the beginning 
So he was the only one that didn't have that video, but the rest of them actually had to face trial and all that with that. that Yusuf still went to trial, but the other ones had that over their heads, those confessions. And that's part of what got some convictions on some of these guys. But the main thing is just the corruption is just the fact that they had a, a mound, a ton of evidence in front of them. Nobody wanted to look at, like, it seems like time and time again, people point, you know, like poked holes in, in the, you know, the early evidence that they had and was like, there's no way these kids were able to, you know, rape this lady in the time that we're saying because they were on the other side of the park. And there was just no way possible they were on that other side where the lady got raped. But because they need a suspect and they need to make those headlines go away, they didn't give a damn who they accused. It was just all about a quick face to put out there and say, hey, we got him. That's what it boils down to. Right. They didn't really care about it being the right person. It was just about their numbers. And there's too many people that fall fall prey to that. So anyway, you have, and, and this kind of touches to me because, you know, I don't spend a whole lot, lot of time talking about me. That's, that's not important. Uh, well, but I, I went to jump in, huh? let's jump in real quick, I, 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 but you can keep going. No, it no, was, go ahead. Go ahead. It was about the numbers, but it was also about the narrative. So it was two N-words, numbers and narrative. And the narrative was to paint black people, black men, black kids as a criminal. This fed the narrative, you know, they commit crimes. So I'll let you get back to it though. But that, that I just wanted to say that. And then for people that want to be, you know, let's say those that want to be still skeptical, right? I will say that paints into even modern day stuff that has been happening. You know what I'm saying? With Trayvon Martin and and I'm not going to mention everybody because I know somebody's going to say, what about so-and-so? What about so-and-so? There's been a slew over the years of young black men getting killed and, you know, getting locked. This has been just going on forever. So, but this narrative still exists. Even in their cases, it was always a young black man and they were already deemed a criminal just from the way they looked, just from the skin, you know, skin tone, color, you know. And these were young men that another black man would have seen this kid and be like, oh, that's a kid, you know. But they all were just deemed and lumped into that. Because if we look at the way the prosecutors were treating these young men, they were calling them animals. And then even look at, and then for people that, you want to do their research, I mean, go back and pull up the old video of Donald Trump himself, our president. Yep. Our president today who now screams on, give me my just due, you know, I haven't been proven of any crime, so I'm not, I haven't been found guilty of any crime, so I'm innocent. But even he was so quick to jump and, and accuse these kids as a matter of fact, as they had done it. He hopped on, you know, plenty shows and different platforms at the time and was one of the ones that was saying that he and he even still hold fast today yep. and never offered these young men an apology and still hold fast that even though they were found innocent and exonerated, he still hold fast that these young men were guilty. Yep. He still says they were guilty. And, and he feels and as if, if they wasn't guilty of of that they were guilty of something you know they was guilty of something and 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 
you know, that's the narrative also where, you know, like, you know what? If they were guilty of anything, it would have been a whole bunch of misdemeanors and stuff that they should have went home that night with a slap on the wrist and a scare because they were even in a police precinct. If they was guilty of anything, that's what they would have been guilty of. Right. But rape and what happened to these guys and spending years in prison and for what happened to Corey Wise being, you know, tried as an adult and going through the things he went through and bouncing from prison to prison. No, they weren't guilty of that. And that's what we're talking about now. So it's like, I mean, they so quick to throw us away. And like I say, if we're not killed, we're jailed, we're this, we're that. And it's like, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy, man. It's just like, I don't know. I couldn't even imagine. Like I said, like I was trying to tell you what I was trying to go into. And like I said, I won't spend too much time on it. Because like I say, I know a lot of people might be like, oh, man, he in But I, I went through a lot of things. So it's like, I went through something similar to what these young men went through. And the only thing I will say in comparison, did I do time like they did? No, I did not, because I was found innocent. But did I go to jail? Yes. Did it affect my mom's life, my sister's life at the time? Did I have to change schools before I actually had my day in court? Yes, I did. And and uh, the person that I was accused of doing this to, did they actually exonerate me in court? Yes, they did. But the time in between everything, I understand what these young men went through, because I actually was questioned by police that immediately saw me as a young black man and deemed me to be guilty. Actually took the stand and stated, well, when we talked to him, he didn't even act like he had done anything. He didn't act like he was guilty. That's the signs of a fucking innocent person. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I act guilty if I hadn't done anything? Did I talk to counselors? Like, I can remember at one point in the series where uh, Corey was saying that they made him go to 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 uh, to go before the parole board. They wanted him to take a you know sexual offender class, you know, just to get some points. To, he's like, why would I take that? I hadn't raped nobody. I had done it. So I even went through stuff like that where you're like, why am I doing certain things if I didn't do anything? But yet, but they would treat you like a criminal, man. Like whatever, because they just lump you in with all everybody else. It's like, yeah, you guilty. Whatever, you here, you did it. You whatever, and you do get thrown away. You do get thrown away. But like I said, luckily for me, I was found innocent. You know, it was a little short time of my life. It may have been a month or two. So like I said, I am no, by no means comparing what these men went through to what I went through. Not at all. But I'm just talking about the process of going before a judge that don't want to let you go home. Seeing jurors that are hearing stuff about you that don't know anything about you, but because they're looking at this officer as somebody credible and they look at this person to be just and actually come with the facts and they were all totally wrong. Right. You know, that part, yes, yes, I went through that. So in me, I don't know about you guys, but for me watching this, it hit home. I remember what my mom felt like. I remember not being able to go home and having people think this of you and, and all of this stuff. I just remember those. So for me watching this, it hit home. It hit home like a mud. I talked to my wife about it. I was like, man, this hits home. So I can imagine what those young men went through. Like when they got out, when you were able to see uh, Raymond, uh, uh, you know, Santana, when he went home to his dad's house, and you had his, his stepmom at the time, you know, calling them a rapist, you know, and under her breath and all this type of stuff and ridicule. I mean, just every single thing these young men went through. I mean, I know we all look at not. It's not this this is shed a lot of light right right you know let 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 this let this shed a lot of light 
uh, because like I said, man, we, uh, you know, just like I said, I'm just let this shed a lot of light. Cause like right now, uh, when I heard Youssef uh, speak recently, he had a great point, man. He was like, even though they were able to see some justice after these years, thank God they were. But he was like, how about how many cases that those particular, you know, prosecutors had prosecuted right. and police that were involved in their case was involved with and how many other people did they do this to? Right. Right. You know, that's that's what's, you know, mind blowing. So Right. So anyway, they go into, you know, these guys doing jail time and and uh, you know, and how they lies pretty much pretty much was from there and and, and you know, and they basically they face the life that you would face as, you know, as a accused rap- rapist, you know. Right. You got other people trying to, you know, you know, trying to execute uh, you know, prison justice on you. Right. Don't know really what's happening. Right. And then you got guards letting shit happen. Yep. You know, just just a whole big mess. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, shit was just crazy, man. So so they're not a prison part. Like so, we'll get to the prison part. So what did you think about that part? So we're, so now we're at the part where these young men are actually in jail. They they went to court, and they all still you know got some time. Yeah, the prison part was it was really sad. Um, you know knowing that the guys are innocent. Now, I know sometimes, you know, people just be like, hey, man, them guys, when when there's someone who's guilty, it's like, fuck them, you know. You do the time, you did the crime, you do the time. But when you know that there's someone truthfully in jail, innocent of the things they're doing, and they have to go in there and survive, you know, that's a whole nother level of living, you know. It's about as close to hell as you've gone experience on Earth from the looks of it. I've never been there, but from the looks of it, it, it looks like Corey went to hell and back and and didn't deserve that. And it makes me look at the criminal justice system even deeper on, like, how many of these brothers, like you were saying, how many of these brothers are in there wrongfully accused? You know, how many brothers are in there but minor offenses where they're stacking up the plate so they can get more time or you know it just made you question the the, the justice system and you know that that motherfucking justice system is not blind that woman is not the weights are tilted you know so uh, pretty much where I was come from with it Yeah, and then so you got these young men. So uh, I thought that the actual, you know, series that they did, I thought I thought it actually did an excellent account of what happened. You know, uh, the young men. I mean, the 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 accused were they were involved in it, so I feel like it was pretty accurate. But I thought that I like I like the way that they did the time jump. You know, like where they showed them as little boys going in, and actually, I thought the 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 you know, Netflix did a great job of showing, you know, it showed them growing up in, in prison. Right. Pretty much. So by right. the time you seen them exit prison, you seen them actually become young men. So you saw the visits of their parents going to go see them and the hardships that they was going through while they were locked up, you know, uh, their parents' lives changing, uh, especially with Corey, man. Corey, while Corey was locked up, 
his mother had came to see him at one point and she let him know how you know difficult it was becoming he was so far away and then he had the uh you know the transgendered brother or whatever his uh brother trying to be a sister whatever that was but but that particular individual his brother had died while he was locked up so he had to face that and uh of course he got attacked several times because people thought he was a rapist so it just showed at these different prisons where the guards were letting people get at him and the man had been stabbed he had fought and he just went through all this shit but as i told my my girl man i was Sometimes, you know, God will give his strongest soldier the toughest fight. That, that's a true fucking statement. So as I was in, so what I was telling my girl, I was like, well, it's fucked up by all accounts what happened to these individuals. I mean, by no, it shouldn't have happened. They shouldn't have been in prison. Right. But the fact that they were, and here Corey was, if you think about his involvement from the beginning, if you saw the series, he was the last one to go. He was with his girlfriend. He could care less about what they was doing. Right. They, his buddy begged him to go. Like, come on, man. He was actually hanging out with his girl. He could care less about what was going on. Right. But for the fact that he went, and then later on when you bring the detectives trying to round him up, his name still wasn't thrown into the pot of being somebody involved, and he stood behind his boy. So if you look at his loyalty to his friend, led behind his incarceration yeah so with him even being in just so, so i'm just going through this okay so now he's in this position he's having the hardest time because he was the oldest so he went straight to adult prison there was no juvenile there was nothing he was straight to adult prison so he was thrown right into the deep end right from the gate with me and all the fights all the stabs everything he went through but anyway you fast forward years later he actually runs into the guy that actually committed the damn rape. And that's why I say God gives his, his you know, toughest soldiers the toughest fight because he was put in a position to run into uh, Matthias Reyes who was actually the guy that committed the damn rape. Now the first time they meet, they show him and Corey arguing over the television. Right. Uh, Matthias changed the television. Corey come back telling the, uh, you know, I think he turned it down or something. He told him to turn it back up, leave it alone because, you know, he was you know, mopping and he wanted to hear where he was at. And the guy, they ended basically long story short, they had some words, they, they ended up scrapping. So then they don't go to see each other for a few more years. So we know that Corey was advised that to try to get closer to New York through his mom to go ahead and request these transfers through the prisons, you know, to transfer prison to prison. But each time he would transfer or try to, he would get into the further away. So during all these transfers, he ends up running into Mateus again years later. So he ended up thinking it's going to be some fun. But Mateus tell him, no, 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 man. Just glad to see you still hanging in there, whatever. I found God. I'm on a new path. Hey, have you found the Lord? You know, he kind of was questioning him. He's like, man, I'm not godly. I'm not woo, woo, woo. And they kind of just wait. No, Mateus had plans for him. So Mateus, with that shit being heavy on his heart, what he actually did he reaches out to different friends of his and and asking what he should do. And people like, hey, man, you know, if you did that shit and an innocent man is locked up, you should do the right thing. So he eventually, you know, tells 
the authorities that he the one you know he reaches out to certain people to try to get to get in front of somebody to let them know he actually committed those rapes so which he really didn't have nothing to lose at that time if you think about it because he was already doing life for other shit he had done so he was like hey they can't put nothing else on me and then it was past the statute of limitations anyway it was like a seven year statute so it was past that but he did still step forward and actually came forward to let him know he did it and do you not know instead of them people looking into it right it took him a lot of people don't know it took him it, in the movie it kind of short shortened it a little bit but it actually took him a little bit more time to convince them they like they wasn't really trying to hear that shit they was really trying to sweep it under the rug yeah they they, they so quick to lock you up they, they they're so quick to lock you up and this take forever it's a process for them to get you out but go ahead. But they were saying that, uh, you know, like originally for those other rapes and other things he had done, that basically he was confessing to all that shit. But they just never brought this one up, even though they had suspicion that he might have been involved. So, like the DNA that she had, you know, she had semen on a sock. They could have ran that back then. They just tested it against the other boys. They didn't test it against him. So they didn't ever go into other cases and say, hey, this match. they just wanted to it to match one of the Central Park Five. So that's why it never got introduced. But hey, like JC, I was saying, if he hadn't... Didn't, well, huh? Hey, JC, didn't, didn't, didn't they question one of the, the scientists or whatever in the movie? And he did. They tried to withhold that in from court. And when they questioned, yeah, the scientists, he, was, he was saying that it didn't match the Central Park Five. They never tested it against Mateus. Right. So they was trying to withhold that information from him. It was right. a lot of, of course. What they do, of course. Right. So go ahead. Because they paint any picture they can. They're not any information that can help you. They're not going to be forthcoming with that. Correct. Correct. And we look at any cases in 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 the past, similar things. That's gonna be the same case. Anything that can help your case, they're not gonna come forward with that. Said, oh, well, hey, we they not gonna do that. Right. This is cops, cops and, and robbers, good guys and bad guys in their eyes. They not gonna fucking help you. But too many times, time and time again, we we starting to find a lot of bad guys on their end though. Yep. Just like with this case now. So but but like I was saying, but back to Corey because I like to like to talk about Corey a little bit more because since he went through the most shit, you know. But it's just funny how it came back full circle that the things that he went through and the atrocities he went through led him to the actual real rapist, though. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It ran him into the real rapist. Got him full circle because he was ten toes down and. A stand-up dude, he was able. The guy didn't just come forward just because he gave a fuck about Corey, but he, but it was like he seen Corey still maintaining because even when he ran into him that second time, he seen Corey maintaining. It was just the fact that, damn, I did this to this dude, and you know this dude's still here, and he seen that because you got to understand. So by the time he ran back at the Corey, man, that dude was hard, man. That dude had been through a lot of shit. Yeah. A lot of fights. And if you see him now, and I just let everybody know this now. Before I ever knew who Corey Wise was, man, when I first watched an interview, before I ever watched the documentary or whatever, 
you could tell who Corey Wise was. It's, it's on that dude's face. Before I ever knew who this man was, and the first time I ever seen him, before they, before they introduced themselves, I said, that's Corey Wise. Yep. That dude, if you see him in an interview today, that dude still harbors, he still carries the pain of what he went through in prison. Yep. That dude went through some shit, and you could see him, you could hear it in his voice. It's in the way he talk. I mean, it's, it's embedded in his DNA today. And I heard that man even say, he was like, even saying in the interviews, like, when he went to prison, the little boy that he was died. That just stripped him of his innocence and his youth. Yeah. And I could totally 100% see that. Yeah. Yeah, they they took a lot from them them guys. Like you said, they took away their chance of being kids. And you took them from kids to manhood. And, and, and you just accelerated their their growth, um, and they didn't have the proper ways and go through the proper stages in life. And so, you know, it, yeah, the justice system it, it does need to be reformed. This is one of the examples of why the system needs to be reformed. And uh, yeah, Corey, you know, his story was the toughest. It was the toughest to watch. Knowing all the things that 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 brother been through, um, they kind of played on his. Um, I, I would say, you know, he wasn't just the sharpest knife in the draw. They played on his lack of education. They played, they played him, played him right into the direction they wanted him to go, and therefore that was the downfall of. of but you know, but you know what, man? But you know what? Because I heard a lot of people saying what you're saying now. Cause they kind of play him like he's slow and all this and that. But if you looked at it, like I said again, he was the one with the girlfriend. And he and before him getting in front of them cops, he seemed pretty articulate. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm thinking back to when I was 16. When we all were 16, we weren't all the sharpest tools in in the shed. You know, you like to think you was, but I'm like, you know, because I hear a lot of people saying that about this young man. But I'm like, if you, if even if you hear him talk now, I mean, it's like, I mean, some of the things he went through and some of the traumatic events. But he don't seem like no dummy to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, not not because it was like some of the other kids. Like, like, let's look at the testimony that Raymond Santana gave. You know, he was one of the first ones jumping down and saying, you know, so and so did it, and so on. You know, like all of them was kind of kind of in the midst of saying everybody but Yusef, you know, and I just and, and, and I just blame, blame it on you, like at 16 is where they were, you know what I mean, like at yeah, 16 but, I'm, and none of them none of them was that sharp, you know, but you know, that's neither here nor there, but I still just think that, you know, this is opportunity. To, they used it because at first they didn't have, they couldn't make it all fit, but then they used him and they made him bring it all together. They needed his story. And I'm not blaming him for it because they, they whooped his ass. They beat him into it. They, they That's what I was saying. Him. Yeah, his story, he got beat up by a fucking yeah. adult that was like, hey, yeah. you better say this. Yeah. So he, you know, they forced him into that. And, you know, from there on, you know, from the day, like he said, the day he walked into that police station, his life was never the same. And that was it. He, he was on that road, and but then also too, this brings us back to this Linda, uh, Linda uh, Fairstein, yeah, 
Because she was the one, if you watched her and her whole, she could have ended all this from the beginning, but she was so hell-bent on these guys being the guys, she didn't really give a damn. It was just like, hey, these animals, and then the whole narrative was just, this white woman got attacked by these animals, you know, these animals, you know. And some of the guys were even saying after they got exonerated, they have never received a formal apology from the the woman that was attacked not not necessarily even an apology because she ain't the one that's because she she you know didn't have any recollection of what happened so not necessarily an apology but even her just saying oh that's horrible that that also happened to you guys you guys are victims too right. you know like i'm a victim because i was raped but you guys were also victims because you spent time for a crime you didn't commit and whether I remember or not, you guys were found innocent. And DNA, the actual guy that did this to me, you guys actually helped bring him to justice. Yep. You know, if it wasn't for him trying to help Corey out, it's like she would have never found true justice. So through law enforcement and the prosecutors and all of that, didn't actually bring her justice. Her accusers... I mean, well, her, well, the people, you know, yeah, yeah, her, her people that were accused of doing it actually brought her justice. Yeah. But they said they, they have never talked to her. And they were open to it. They have never heard from see, her at all. I'm about to say some stuff that might be a little controversial, but I feel like, you know, as a prosecutor, that, that's a very, very important job. And I feel like if you do something knowingly, if they could prove that you knew the evidence, you had all the evidence, and you decided to pursue a case, and you cost these guys their livelihood, I feel like you should go to jail too. There should be a way for you to go to jail, and you should face the consequences of your actions. I agree. She definitely should get some type of time, man. That, that was just that's like you know perjury. that's perjury. You know, you got in front yeah. of the court and you lied. And then I'm gonna say something else. I know in the movie they try to make the the lady look. The, even though she's a victim, true, they made her a victim, which she was a victim. But like you said, afterwards, to this day, she have not acknowledged that these boys are victim too. Which to me, it makes her a scumbag too. You know, I, I'm just calling it all a spade. Yeah, bad shit happened to scumbags too. You know, yeah, a bad event happened to her, and, and all of that. But you could be a scumbag, and bad shit happened to you, and so. You know, for her to not have feelings, and these guys, they felt bad for her, and all of these things, you know, she's not a good person to me at all. And then the other part I want to kind of jump on, too, was the Donald Trump thing. Like, you know, like you said, he don't keep the same energy. Like you said, when he when he go through his shit, it look the other way, blah, 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 or whatever. You got Fairstein right now who been, not Fairstein, but uh, Weinstein who done raped all type of women. This is a known rapist. You want it. It ain't no articles in the paper. You ain't take out no ads. You ain't talking about hang him, kill him. He's an animal. You ain't calling these guys animals. But you look on the other side, we know what it is. Like, let's be honest with ourselves. We, you know why these set of five kids were called the animals and then a person like Harvey Weinstein can still be a person of nobility in America and, and we know what the line is we know what it is we, you know yeah so, so that's that's the thing to me we actually do know people just you know people that are you know 
getting reaping the rewards and benefits from that other side or people that don't want to acknowledge it people that are still being persecuted because we are from or we do have the wrong complexion or the wrong you know melanin or whatever you know like you know of course we're going to scream out to the atrocities but the people that are reaping the benefits that the cops pull you over and you know they deem you're like them so you're not going to get treated in a in a combative manner you're going to get treated with respect and you know what have you so you know, of course they don't want to admit it. Anybody that's really getting a true advantage to life, of course they 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 might be with you and behind closed doors and maybe like, oh man, yeah, that's wrong. But they when it comes right face to face with them, they they gonna always when nobody's looking. That, that's why it's a good sign. They say a true sign of character is what you do in the dark. Not when everybody's looking. Yeah. It's what you do in the dark. So when you are giving that nod and like, hey, I'm letting you go because we're the same. Yeah. You know, what do you do then? Do you stand up for people where injustice is happening to them? We've seen, but I don't know why black people or people of color, period, are shocked every day. We've seen this. We've dealt with this. These young men's story is a lot of young men's story. A lot of young men's story. Yeah. I'm a- At the end of their story, they got that $41 million settlement, and Corey walked away with uh, 12 of that for his share. You know, and then I don't know what they walked away with after lawyers and all that shit and taxes and all of that. I don't even know if it got taxed, but I do know they still had to play, pay lawyers. But I'm glad they got something because in, in New York, you know, state history, it was, I think, if not one of the biggest, I think it was the biggest settlement. And to me, it was, it still wasn't enough. It wasn't worth No, 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 of course not. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't even worth it, to be honest. And you know, kind of like you said with the with the with with. To be honest, I'm a, I'm gonna take it another way. I don't feel like we are shocked, you know, because when I watched it, I wasn't shocked. I know this happens every day, you know. I think it's the other side that may be shocked that be like, no, you you mean a an attorney a, a prosecutor would lie. You mean the police officer Johnson would would, would would plant evidence? You know, you know, for some reason they they plant the police officers as the persons of nobility, uh, the person who have the utmost civil conduct. But with that badge out there, just like you, they commit crimes, they do drugs, they drink, they beat their wives. Oh, hey, hey, let me let me let me. I work with some females right now. Well, at least one female right now who was dating, uh, and she's an Hispanic young lady, and she was dating a Hispanic cop, and he totally beat her ass. Like she told, you know, somebody else at work what happened to her, and nothing happened to him. And I know several other women who have dated cops who have beat their ass and got away with it. And they definitely used the fact that they were a cop to intimidate and threaten that person for not, you know, pressing charges. And the, and the thing like, of it is... You know how this ends for you. I'm part of the police force. Right. You know, so and we know, yeah, that shit totally... statistics show, you know, statistics show that they're doing things at a higher rate than... Like, they're... One in four beating their wives. It's something along those lines. I I have to go and, and get the stats for you guys. But you know, they're 
they're fucked up. <laughs> and so we gotta be able to look at this through the eyes. We gotta be our own justice system. Once we see things, we have to call it as is. They just can't be getting passes no more. Like the days of giving police officer passes are over. You know, just like giving a CEO the pass that they're gonna run the company correctly. You know, when the economy crashed, that was it. Everybody's just like, you know, don't, you know, you got to look out for self because these companies are looking out for themselves. That's the same thing with cops. Like, you you can't give them the pass no more. You got to look at all of the evidence. Not the evidence they're telling you. You got to look at factual evidence that are present that is presented to you and then make your judgment because just saying Officer Johnson or Officer Willis said that she reached for winning her. She got. She had a gun on her hip. You know, we can't take those. We we just can't accept that no more. Yeah. What it all boils down to me, man, is that they don't look at our young black youth or black people. Period. As as human, they don't look they at don't. us. They look at their loved ones and their family members. Right. That's just bottom line because uh, kind of. To piggyback on something we talked about in the past is just like that that college student, that that white college student that had actually raped a chick. He actually did the crime. There were other white witnesses that said they saw this guy, this chick was passed out by a dumpster. He stopped her to act like he was gonna help her, but once he seen she was, you know, out of it, he proceeded to rape her. Took it as an opportunity to take it. And had some passerbys not seen this, and they were white, he was white. They actually, you know, yelled at him, and he took off running, and they chased his ass down and held him to police came. And he actually went to jail. And then when he was actually saw, when he actually got his day in court, the judge right in front of the world, you know, said, I don't want to send this young man to prison because I don't want to ruin his life. This motherfucker got six months in prison where he only had to do three months. Then he was back on the fucking street and living his life. And to kind of bring this around full circle again, uh, recently somebody just did a follow up to see where this motherfucker was at. And he's working a normal goddamn job. And they caught him coming out of his job. And he's going back to life as status quo. So here it is, because he was of the right complexion, the judge saw him as as part of him. He saw him as somebody that could be in his family. And no, I, and this motherfucker actually did the rape. No, no doubt that he did it. Witnesses saw, you know, like there's no doubt. And he was still given, you know, a little slap on the wrist. No, we don't want to say it. But yet you send five innocents. Innocent people of color, four black men, one Hispanic man, two prison, and didn't give, a, give, didn't give fucks, and the evidence wasn't even good evidence. And didn't give a damn about how you was going to ruin their life. They weren't, and some of them wasn't even having sex at the time. Some of them wasn't even having sex. Yeah. And, and, and this motherfucker was in college and raping chicks. He got a slap on the wrist. So let's just say, so we can all go on to say, yay. I mean, they they just treat us different, bro. We're just, yeah. you know. And to touch on the part where you said they don't see us as humans. That's, that's a big nod because, you know, we could go back to the beginning of time. 
and see where public hangings, and this is what that was, to be honest, it's just done in a different way. These guys were publicly lynched, you know, and and from the beginning of time, not the beginning of time, but since when we, you know, from back in the day, you could see brothers getting publicly hung and lynched, and I saw, I, I read somewhere that there was a study done where they went back and they back all of the hangings, all the hangings they could, and not one of the persons that they hung was guilty. Not one person was guilty. And they had all type of bullshit laws they were making up as far as you were whistling at a woman or you, uh, you were laughing in public. You know, because they had the laughing barrels and shit. You know, all type of stupid ass crimes to just have a reason to hang your ass. And for some reason, I mean, you know, they went back and searched this shit and not none of these brothers they hung were guilty. So, with that being said, like, now these guys are, that, that's basically what happened. These brothers were not guilty. All evidence shows that it's not guilty. And if this been a different error, they would have lost their lives. So, you know, and, and they they don't understand why the community have this disdain for the police. It would be one thing if they treated us fairly. You know, we could we could accept that, you know, and we, we will accept the crime. Ain't nobody protesting and you know, saying, hey, the guy that killed Malia Davis, ain't nobody out there protesting talking about, you know, free him. You know, we 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 are honorable, noble people. We we stand up for what's right and what's wrong. We are people of morals. So if you fucked up the time, but when you when you write and you know this is uh, uh you know, these brothers are innocent, you know. Come on, people. Let's just be real. Like, it's just yeah. It's kind of. It's like I said, man. It's very upsetting, and it's it's definitely one. And I'm glad that you know they they brought this back up because if had they not brought this up, then uh, that lady wouldn't have had to step down from that college board and that, that that fundraiser. So I'm glad they shed some light on it because the unfortunate thing is whether these people got it right or wrong, which we. The evidence clearly states that they got it wrong. The prosecutors, the cops, and everybody that was involved that got this shit wrong was able to go on with their lives and, you know... Woman of the Year, Person of the Year Award, she wrote books and all type of shit. She got rewarded. She built her whole career off of these boys. And, and then you have I'm, I'm yeah, pretty wrote, sure wrote, wrote several guys. books no, not, not necessarily on that but was able to go on and write crime novels and definitely capitalize on her little bit of you know celebrity from that case you know right right and I'm pretty sure the other cops they got promotions and all type of stuff I mean people get rewarded for, for stuff like this a big case and you take down somebody even though you are wrong and Everything that comes our way, I, 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 I hope that there's a, a, a front row seat for her ass in hell somewhere, you know, reserved for her, you know, for the things she's done. That's, that's despicable, you know. 
that square out. Yeah, like I said, man, definite craziness, bro. Like, you know, like like I said, you know, so, you know, it's just, it's, it was hard for me to watch. And, uh, but, you know, if you see these guys, uh, some of them were able to capitalize on some things like uh, Raymond Santana has like a clothing line. You know, these guys, uh, Youssef was able to go into, I think he's into the computer industry of some sort, you know, like, but, you know, they still stand it, you know, like, if anything we take away from this, resilience, and they didn't, they didn't break these young men, you know what I'm saying? They, they definitely derailed them for a little bit, but they here, and they're able to still share, they're able to still reach out to the community and share their story, and, uh, and you know, I think they by our community. I think they are being upheld and uh, definitely, you know, being put out there as heroes. Because for these young men to go through what they went through without it breaking them, without without it turning them into career criminals, because there's so many people that go to even if you're innocent and you go to the pen, man, it's it's very hard to stay on that straight and narrow. Yeah. In there with hardened criminals, you know, it would be very easy to, you know, for a cop out is to come out and just be a criminal and be a low life and be everything that they lied and said you were. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, story of resilience. Story of resilience. That's that's black people in America. Period. That's the story of resilience. That's us all day, every day. I agree. I totally agree. And like you said, but just the but just the fact that they stand there still in defiance, you know, with like Donald Trump and and Linda and everybody that totally got it wrong. It's just like, you know, I'm not looking for them to totally just be like, hey, but to just come out and admit that like, hey, we got it wrong. I think people would have gave her a pass. But for the fact that you still this many years later with the evidence that came out and you still stand behind what you stand by. That's just straight up ignorance. And that's why so many people were locked up and so many people were wrongly convicted and this type of shit goes on because you can immediately just be, you know, like I said, you 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 know, you profile from the get-go. So you losing just by the way you look. If a young man walking with a hoodie, you doomed, you just deemed to be a goddamn criminal. I went to work the other day and a white woman was walking around the job with her fucking hoodie on, white old woman. I didn't look at her and be like, oh, she gonna jack me. She a criminal. Sometimes people just put their hoods on, man. It might be she was in the office because she was cold. Sit up under the fan. But you know, but when we do it, we automatically a criminal, you know. Lock your doors, grab your wife, hug, hug her tight, you know, all that stuff, you know. Just look at you like you gonna do something when I mean it's, it's just crazy, man. But again, until we look at this stuff differently, and like you said they need to start prosecuting those that falsely prosecute. It's something that needs to come that come out against them. And I really honestly believe like, even if they couldn't have did anything as far as jail time, they should have went out of, went after some of them financial gains that she, she was able to get over the years. Yep. Yep. I mean, look, I've been able to unhask and fork over. Look, Kim did a year and a day for perjury. You know what I mean? I feel right. like she could do some, they could do some time too for, I mean, that's any officer, you know, you playing evidence, you doing whatever, you suppressing evidence, you know, I feel like you need to do that time, you know, that, that, 
you know, you not like being fair. I'll like leave it off with this. I'll just give a final thought and I'll let you give a final thought as well. For those of you that have not seen the Central Park Five, I challenge you to go watch it. If you know anybody who has not seen the Netflix series yet, encourage them to go watch it. Encourage your children to watch it. Because I feel like this is an educational series. We need to definitely in the black community make sure our young ones, especially teenagers, not too young, like you know what I mean, like kids that are of age. If you're 12 and up, you probably need to be watching this. So encourage them, sit down as a family and watch this and just show them what can happen to you. And this kind of goes back even back to a conversation that me and you had where I was like, no, nah, you can't watch your children every day, but goddamn, you got to watch them, man. You got to yep. watch them. You got to watch And this is what I said all the time. You got to watch them. It ain't fair. Yeah, like, yeah, I, like my children go outside. Yeah, I should be able to just let them go do what they do. Like everybody else, yeah, in the perfect world. Yeah, I should be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. But because I understand where I'm at and what goes on, my kids, I don't embarrass my kids or I make it seem like in a way to where I'm not messing with them. But I'm always somewhere leering in the background watching their backs. Mm-hmm. My kids went to the park the other day. And guess who came to the park <laughs> a little later? Me, just just looking. And I tell my kids, I'll tell you, go to the park, stuff go down. Hey, text me, call me, whatever. You know, I'm like, always, you have to. We shouldn't yep. have to. In theory, you shouldn't have to. Yep. But, this is the, but I'm playing it on the climate we in. I'm not worried about what we would, could, should. I'm worried on what's happening. I'm look after mine, so... It's just what that is. Just like even John Leg was, I'm, and I'm not, and I'm not faulting the parent that you know encouraged their kids to go. Like, like yeah, because like I say, in theory, yeah, you should be able to do that. But in the times that we're living in, and our youth is getting shot up and locked up at an alarming rate, <laughs> you know, just a crazy rate. We we got to do that. It's just what it is, man. We got to we got to to get in there a little bit and watch out and make sure what they doing and. You know, and all of that. So anyway, but that was mine, man. What are, what are your final thoughts? I'll give you the floor. Uh, man, um, kind of put me on the spot with that one. Uh, my final my final takeaway and thought is kind of what you were saying, man. We got to really be educated. We got to we got to educate ourselves. Uh, like you said, you got to watch your kids. You know, gotta understand that everybody don't have your best interest because the parents, some of the parents felt like the police had their best interest and were just signing and things and all of that. But uh, you know, this this movie here, I feel like it's it's a must watch. Um, it's pretty much as we were saying earlier, it's the it's it's the American story. You know, it's the story of America, black people. Uh, more things change and stay the same and and you know it's just a different way of doing it now you know and you got to be mindful you got to know your surroundings and and you got to look out for one another which that's what Corey was doing but it kind of backfired on him but his heart was all the way in the right spot so uh my final thoughts is man you know we gotta you know we gotta be a little bit more vigilant and that's 
that's where I'm at. And we'll finish that with, hey, you guys go check that uh, series out, Central Park 5. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, go see it. Now we're going to uh, just hit y'all with this outro before they finish this uh, NWA classic, Fuck the Police. And then uh, we'll see you guys next time. Y'all stay up.